You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Blog Talk Radio. Well, y'all looking all sad. Mary Mary here, Ruben, everybody in the cup, we ready to do this? Nah, man, everybody's running late. Are you serious? Yes. And I hope they make it. Oh, they make it. They may be late, but they'll make it. They better make it, because we've got a lot to do.
Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. Yes, it's Blessings by Grace Radio. Our tonight is Thursday, <coughs> January the 11th, 2018. You heard it right. We are 11 days into the brand new year. Tonight we are in the Apple Valley studio again with critically acclaimed bishop, founder, and overseer of the greater all nations, Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ Incorporated at 8516 South Thompson Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90001. And tonight, as you know, is our first Thursday night back. Thursday night, we are back. Now, we have 52 Thursday. 52 Thursdays, and we are going to be on this air. Bishop, Dr. Alpha Moore, He's going to be on the air pouring out his unmerited knowledge and favor that God has bestowed upon him to teach us the word of the Lord. Instantaneously, we will be spiritually fed more, more, and more. And as you all know, when you are spiritually fed time and time again, it carries over for the next seven days. And I am a witness to this that whenever I'm listening to Dr. Moore, and I do too write the scriptures down like you, I read them on my iPad, read them in my Bible. And then the Lord, if you keep reading the Bible and you have a thirst for hunger and a thirst for knowledge of the Bible, God is going to show you something. Like last night when, when our show was over, me and Bishop, we had a nice conversation about God and what he is doing and the way he is moving. Let me tell you something. This radio show is not a joke. This radio show is important because we want soul salvation. We want people who listen in to know that we are serious about praying for you. Dr. Moore is serious about what he teaches. This is his passion. This is his drive. His first love is for the love of Christ and the body of Christ. That is our first part. We do this show because we want God to know that we are stepping on Satan's head. Every chance we get, we're going to step further and further. He's not going six feet under radio land listeners. He's going so far under, you'll never be able to dig him back up because he is nothing but a troublemaker. But we know that we serve a God that will make sure that nothing Satan throws our way, that we cannot hit a home run and get rid of him as fast as we can. Now, if you are in the L.A. area, on the 28th of January, we're having our seventh national holy intercessory prayer conference. We are there. But what I need y'all to do if you can't come, I need y'all to pray for our prayer warriors every Monday and Friday. They are on their knees in our church praying. And right now, they're in the Daniel 21-day Daniel fast. Pray for them that God gives them strength to last for 21 days. Pray that God allows their prayers to be heard above the heavens and above the earth. Just ladies and gentlemen, radio land listeners, those who are believers who can get a prayer to pray, pray, pray for them because they are strong with. You know, in the Bible, Satan he tempted God with a little bit of bread. He said, "Look, you've been forty days and forty nights. You hungry? Make a bread appear." Well, you know what God? You know what He did? He said that, and so are our prayer warriors. They're not eating for twenty-one days. They're praying and they're fasting. They're believing that God is going to bless our church and bless every unspoken prayer request. And if you have one as well, 
calling on Wednesday night for your unspoken prayer request because God knows your heart. He knows what you think before you even think it because God is omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's our alpha and our omega. He is our agape love. We are, we are supposed to love agape like Christ because God sent his only begotten son to die on a cross for us. But guess what? He did it for the love of mankind. He gave his only begotten son to die for a world that didn't even care about him. But you know what? It's not for me to preach. It's for Dr. Moore. So, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you my bishop and my grandpa, too, Dr. Alfred Moore. God bless everybody. God bless you, amen, tonight in Radio Land. And thank you, Kitasha, amen, for that, amen, beautiful, encouraging words to our audience tonight. Amen. We ask you to govern yourself accordingly. As she told you tonight, amen, tonight is Thursday night. And tonight, amen, is food for thought. We are bringing you some food tonight, amen, to carry you on the rest of this week. Amen. God bless you all over Radio Land. We love you tonight. We're going right into the word of God tonight. Hallelujah. If you have your Bible, amen, you can, amen, uh, go along with me with the scriptures, amen, that we are coming from tonight. We're going to come tonight, amen, from St. Matthew, the 24th chapter, verse 4 through 14. And it reads thus, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of walls and rumors of walls. But see that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famous and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All of these are the beginning of sorrow. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that endures until the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. We are going to talk about tonight signs of the end time. Signs of the end time. Now, amen, Jesus was talking to his disciples in Matthew 24 and 3. He says, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us. When shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? So therefore, amen, even in the days of Jesus, the disciples was concerned about the signs of his coming and the end of this age. 
The end of this age is approaching us, and it's bad to be spiritually blind and cannot see the signs of time right before our eyes. I pray tonight, amen, that God will open up your spiritual eyes, that you can see the signs of time warning us, warning coming before destruction, and letting us know, amen, that the end of the signs of time is being fulfilled right before our eyes. Now, remember, amen, when we say Jesus says this, Jesus was not only the Son of God, but Jesus was God himself. So I said that, amen, to say that there was no mistake made when Jesus says this because God knows all things. He created the world. He made the world. And he's still overseeing the world. And he is warning to his disciples. Amen. The world event is going to be a time of sorrow, deceit, and persecution. Trouble is going to be among nations, not your communists, as we see, amen, right now. Moral and religious conditions, false religious teachers, moral corruption, the need to be prepared. The uncertainty of date, preparation for Christ's return, and we are waiting and we are watching. In all the treasures of all the Holy Scripture, there is not a passion or chapter that is more vital to find the sign that shall be revealed the end time than in. Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24 tells us about, amen, the vital signs of time that we know, amen, that Jesus is soon to come. Verse 3 records the question that Jesus was asking his disciples. When shall these things be? That question ought to be very important to your mind tonight. If you are a believer in Christ, you ought to know when shall these things be. And what shall be, and what these things shall be? What shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Don't be caught off of God, and that's what Jesus is warning us. Today, I'm talking about church people, not the world, because the world is certainly going to be called off of God, but I'm talking about you that are believers in Christ Jesus. He's letting us know, amen, that we should watch and we should pray. Watch and pray, because we know not the hour of the minute when the Son of Man is going to come. And our lesson, our teaching is brought to the signs of the end times in three areas of prophecy, the physical evidence of the end time signs in the church at the end time, and the signs of the end time of this world. We are, amen, we are going into some signs, amen, showing us we are approaching the end of this age. 
and which, amen, uh, men don't like to hear and don't like to admit, amen, that we're approaching the end of this age, but the one that created the world told us, amen, that this world that we're living in was not going to last always. The events, they are happening in a troublesome world. They are hurling the approach of end times are many. There are many end time signs, amen, that is hurling all over the world to let you know, amen, that the words of Jesus is true. And all we got to do is watch for the signs of time, amen, and we know, amen, that our redemption is drawing nigh. The European revival of power, amen, the European, amen, revival of power, they are, amen, that's one sign, amen. They they are looking and seeking for power. The revival of ancient Iran. Foremost powerful nation in the last few years. Strife in Arab. Arab over our richest countries. That was a sign of time. Population growth problem. Population exploring to six or seven billion in the next 20 years. When you can see, amen, the, the, the world is being Overpopulated, that's a sign and time of Jesus. Here's the comeback. World weather problem. When you can see chaos all over the world, amen, and you can see problems all over the world, that's a sign for Jesus is to come. World food shortage. 400 million now suffer from malnutrition and salvation. That's the sign of Jesus is to come. Increasing an earthquake, 50,000 in a given year. Earthquakes is increasing. That let us know, amen, that this is a sign of Jesus coming because that is what he told us in the 24th chapter of St. Matthew. Numbering systems, computers, every man, every woman, and every child in the world, amen, is being numbered, amen, by the system of computers. That is a sign that Jesus Christ is coming. Forming of a world monetary system, amen, trying to come into one world government right as we speak is a sign of Jesus is coming. Matthew noted that these are the beginning. This is just the beginning of sorrow. Amen. We haven't hit sorrow like sorrow is going to come up on the face of the earth. This is just the beginning of sorrow. Luke recorded these events with two description words. He says, amen, perplexed. The world is going to be perplexed. There's going to be commotion all over the world, amen. The world is in a perplexed state today, amen. Commotion, amen, is all over the world. This is how Luke, amen, seeing the world. Luke 
violence of turbulent motion, political disturbance, perplex is puzzled to make confusion, inaccurate confusion. The world is in a confused stage today. When you when we see this, we, we may not realize, we see it every day and, and don't realize, amen, this is signs of time that Jesus Christ, amen, is coming back soon. This is a world that we're living in right now. We get immune to the system, amen, and we get immune to these things, so we don't watch it very closely, and we expect that this is what's supposed to happen, not realizing, amen, these signs are letting us know that the end of the world is nigh. And I'm going to say what manner of person you ought to be when you see these signs, amen, right before our face. Deceiving and persecution. Jesus began his answering to the inquiring disciples concerning the signs of the end time with the warning of it being a time of deception. Now Jesus told us, Amen. It's a one, it's gonna be a time of deception. And we living in that time, in that hour right now, a time of deception. The world is being deceived and does not realize that it is being deceived. Even in the Christian era, in religion, we are being deceived and don't realize we are being deceived. Right under our spiritual leader that is teaching people, the world is being deceived and they don't realize it. But listen what Jesus says. The target of this deception is mankind. The deceiving man that is in the world is the deceiving man. And his one and his direct to the personal pronoun, that's you. Amen. The, deceiving, the deceiving is amen. It's to deceive you. The devil wants to deceive you. The devil don't want you to believe the word of God. Matthew 24 and 4 says, amen, if this deception could deceive disciples to the extent that Jesus needed to warn them how much more in present day followers of Christ could be deceived. If it could deceive the disciples in their days, how much more could this deception deceive us? We are not paying attention to deception. We allow everything and anything to go along with can't do that. You better pay attention, amen, strictly to the word of God to warn them how much more in the present days following of Christ could be deceived. There is no greater deception than that which involves false religious practice. We got an epidemic on hand, amen, on false religion. We got more false Amen. Religion is out there to deceive mankind. 
claiming that they are of God, claiming that they know God, claiming that Jesus has sent them, and Jesus ain't sent them nowhere. This is a deception. You better know, amen, who you are under. You better know who are leading you. And all you got to go do, amen, is to find out. Go to the word of God. Read the word of God for yourself. And the word of God will identify who these people are. Because we are in a deceiving time. We are in a deception time. False religion. It is, amen, a sad thing, amen. But the devil knows, amen, how to get next to God's people, amen. He knows, amen, to come in sheep clothing, but in what he is a raven wolf. Trouble among nations. The trouble era of war and civil disturbance are worldwide. All over, all over, amen, among nations. One political leader reason stated that we are now in the beginning of, uh, of the third war, world war. Another offer stated, amen, the possibility of an Armageddon is very real. Look at these signs, and these signs is telling you what? These signs is telling you that Jesus Christ is coming. Don't take it lightly because the Lord has spared you to live through some of these signs. Amen. Don't take it lightly. It's warning you to be ready because Jesus is coming. Two-thirds of this world population will go to sleep hunger tonight. Many predict, amen, that by the year 2000, the population predicts, amen, that by the year 2000, uh, other world will be catastrophic, seeing the million multitudes in our metropolitan cities as well as crowded condition in large foreign cities make us aware of an increasing potential for mob and violence and civil strife. Other words, it's telling us tonight, our country is getting overpopulated. And when your country gets overpopulated, it causes chaos in the country. It causes your whole nation to get upset because, amen, too many people is in the country. And they're going to cause civil strife. You're going to cause war right among your nation. You should hear of wars and rumors of war. Well, amen, this is one war you will hear of, amen, because of the population of the earth, amen. People is going to be disagreeing with people. And there is going to be strife among our nation as it is not to come, but as it is already. And we can see this right before our eyes, amen, as we live, amen, the uh, population, amen, of uh, 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 these countries is, is being overrun. The government don't know how to handle them. They don't know what to do. This is a sign of time. 
not to communists. God directed all the works of nature. God, amen, he directs all the works of nature. And by the many climates that are taking place in the end time age, we are made aware of his displeasure. God is displeased. God is taking nature and destroying what he will because God is that's the sign of time. Right here, amen. If you like, amen, God is displeased. I mean, when he let these fires break out, God is displeased. When he let, amen, all these mudslides, amen, come, God is displeased. It's a sign of time. When he let these earthquakes, rumor, God is displeased. This is a sign of time, children. You, Amen. As I stated earlier, it's bad to be spiritually blind. You can't see what is going on because you've got so much other things in your mind besides the Lord. See what the Lord has done. Oh, thou that sleepest, wake up. Children, it's time to wake up and seek the Lord's face. The fountains of this world are out of course. You read Psalm 82 and 5. Major earthquakes have increased it, astonishing within the last decade. Major earthquakes. And right here, amen, as I state that, amen, scientists are waiting on one of the greatest earthquakes right now, amen, is the hit. California. They already have seen it, amen, and they know, amen, California is going to go under. They already know that. They don't want to, amen, cause no alarm, but they know it. That's a sign of time. And people are still not paying attention. Don't let it be said too late. When these things happen, it's not time for you to get ready. It's not time for you to pray. It's not time for you to cry out to the Lord. Amen. Cry out. Father, earth is still still. Jesus told us that there were signs of end times. And he specified that the sea and the waves would go. Listen. There are, there are, there, 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 amen. There are signs in the sea. Hurricane. Amen. We can just witness. Let's go back a few uh, 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 months ago, amen. God had hurricanes in the sea. The sea got upset and the sea began to roll. Typhoons, amen. Reach out like a hand and just tear down things. Tornadoes. God is not pleased. He done spoke this, and he done told us. He done warned us. An unusually snowstorm. The snow is melting now where snow had never melted at me, had never melted at me in Alaska. Snow is melting now. We can have an avalanche any time and destroy much land and people's. All seem to show that God is displeased. God is not pleased. 
is what's going on in this world. With this world, these are the predicted signs of the end time. The end time, children, is right before us as, praise the Lord, we are living today as we are relaxed in our home, not paying anything, any attention, amen. We're living in end time. We're living in a time that we don't know. We don't know, amen, what kind of disaster can hit us in a minute. And we won't be here. We don't got too relaxed. We don't got concern. Amen. I'll get down to that in a minute. Amen. We're just too too relaxed. But one in common for destruction. Moral and religious condition. Well, we want to talk a little about this moral and religious condition. 18 characteristics of perilous times in 2 Timothy are signs of end times. There are moral and religious conditions that exist today and can affect our home, our churches, and our personal lives. I'm going to read these. Amen moral and religious condition. A little later, I'm going to explain them. The first of all, amen, in Second Timothy, where Paul tells, amen, perilous time shall come. We're living in difficult time. We, amen. We're living in time now. Amen. It is not so pleasant. God can open up the whole life. And swallows. He could send a storm. My God, God can do anything. It's not so pleasant. I'm not trying to frighten nobody, but I want you to take the blindness off your eyes, and I want you to wake up and realize that Jesus is control of his world. And he says, amen, we're living in the end time of this age. This age is about to be over with. Love of the self, amen, that's the first one described in Second Peter, Second Timothy. Love of the self, man is love of themselves more than they is lovers of God. Man loves his own self. So therefore, if you love your own self more than you love the Lord, you are not going to put, amen, the, the Lord needs your priority. You're going to put yourself priority. You're going to be seeking things for yourself. That's where we had in one condition. The second one is covenant. Cover things, amen, that don't belong to you. Want more than amen that you should have. Cover people's spirit. The next one out of these 18 is boasting. We boast, amen. Look what I, I have accumulated. Look what I have done. You all, amen, boasting on your own power. Don't give no credit to Jesus, amen, for blessing you with your help and your strength and your not. You boast on your power. That's a bad spirit. Then blaspheming. You blaspheme against the word of God. You don't really know the word of God and have the audacity, amen, is to say God's word is not what it really is. 
We're in trouble, church. Coming on down to disobedient to parents, this is universal. Disobedient, amen, has travailed all over the face of this earth. Disobedient to parents. Talking about children, amen, is disobedient to their parents. We can see it today, man. You don't sometimes know who is a parent, the child of the parents. We're going to talk about that a little later. I'm talking about disobedience. Disobedience is facing us all over the earth. And we are spoiled with the next one, amen, unthankful. We are, amen, in America, our children, amen, and not only our children, our adults, we are so unthankful. We are not thankful anymore. Amen. I'm looking at the time, amen, that I can remember in my days, amen, we didn't have much, but amen, we were thankful. And the more that we get, the unthankful that we is to the Lord. Matter of fact, the more that we get, we forget God and begin to boast within ourselves and, 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 and say, amen, look what I've accumulated upon my own power. We are unthankful. The next one is unholy. There is not too many people who want to be holy. Don't come in this world, in this society that we're living in now. Don't talk to me about being holy. Unholy. God is holy, and he is our father, and amen. If you are his children, he wants you to be holy, but we don't want to be holy. And we have the audacity to say, I love the Lord, but you don't want to be like the Lord. Well, that's a deception. That's a lie that come from hell. You don't love the Lord if you don't want to be like the Lord. Without natural affection, there, amen, it used to be love in the land for people, amen, but amen, there is no love hardly anymore. The love of many has waxed cold. Where has the love went? Truth breakers, people will break the truth. People will tell a lie on you. They will break the truth right in the courthouse. Sticking their hand up and saying, Amen, I swear to God, Amen, this is so. And no, they're going to lie. We got false accusers. People will false accuse you. I've been false accused. It's not a pleasant thing to be false accused. But oh, the Lord brought me out. But Amen, I'm just saying it's not good to be false accused. Incontented. We're not contented anymore. We're not satisfied, amen, with the stage that we are in, amen. We, 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 are, we, we are incontent people. Amen. Paul says, what's the never stage I am, I'm contented. Whether I'm, in, I'm hungry or whether I'm full, I'm contented. But not us. Not us in America. We are not contented. We want to accuse and we want to blame people's fears. Amen. We're fears. Don't want to praise the Lord, hold our peace at all. Amen. We're fears people. Despisers of those who are good. 
We can see it, amen, right here, amen, in the churches today. Look at the enemy. Amen. I've seen it in so many churches, even in our church, amen. Those that are trying to do good, you got those, amen, despise those that are doing good. They don't want them to do good because they ain't doing nothing, and they don't want nobody else to do nothing. Bring that jealous spirit, that envious spirit, amen, trying to bring a confusion among God's people. But just open up your spiritual eyes and see what, amen, Satan is trying to do. All of this come under deception. Traders, amen. We got, amen, saints will trade you today. Traders, amen. Heady. Can't nobody tell you nothing, amen. You know everything. Always leave room in your heart, amen. Somebody can share something with you. When you start knowing everything, amen, I, I don't want to deal with you. Because I know there is not the one that knows everything. That's the one that created High-minded. Don't be a high-minded, amen, individual. Don't be a high-minded Christian, amen. You're so high-minded, amen, and you can't nobody, amen, show you nothing, amen, because you know everything yourself. You write in every effort that there is. Ain't nobody writing but you. That's the spirit of Satan. That ain't no spirit of, of a real Christian. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. That is where we are, amen, in our society today. Amen. People is lovers of pleasure. Amen. What would it profit you to gain the whole world and lose your own soul of what you have in exchange for it? Lovers of pleasure. These things that we have on earth is temporary, and they are going to pass away. But your soul is going to have to stand before Jesus. Why would you want all these things and your soul don't meet the condition to go back with Jesus? You can't take nothing with you. Love of the pleasure more than his love of God. After, after, after naming, amen, these 18 conditions, Paul wrote to Timothy about their effect. And amen, the effect of this, he said, they have a form of godliness. That is what most churches have done today. They got a form of godliness. They got the choir. They got the amen. They got the preachers. They got amen. The pews. They got the orchestra. They got everything. Look, glamorous, amen. Just like they are going in there to really serve the Lord, but it's only a form. At a certain time, amen, and you did on destiny, I got to be out. If the Spirit of God would come in some of them churches, they would run off and leave, amen, the Lord. Because if, if, if there was a set time, they wouldn't obey the Spirit. Having a form of godliness but denying the power. We are, under, we are operating under the power of the Lord. Jesus said, after that you receive the Holy Ghost, you shall receive power. Now, we can't control. I'm talking about real church people. You cannot control the power of the Lord. I don't care what you got programmed and what you said. You can't control the power of Jesus. But if you don't have it, you can control it because you're going through a form. Therefore, from such turn away, they are turning away from the truth. 
Second Peter three and five. I say notice Paul <clears throat> direction to this young minister concerning those who challenge. This indictment was directed towards a religious element with a form of godliness, but denying the power. Talking about church people now. I'm loving the Lord with all my heart, and yet you can't obey. That's where we at today. We're going through a form, but a form won't get you into heaven. You've got to be real about this thing. My sheep knows my voice, but a stranger they will not follow. If you know the voice of the Lord, you will obey the voice of the Lord. This again reflects the deception as spoken of by Jesus in Matthew 24. Don't let no man deceive you by any means. Come on, church. Man didn't set up the church. Jesus Christ set up the church. Man is not the head of the church. Jesus Christ is the head of his church. But we don't set man down here, amen, and, and, and man want to be the head. Man want to be the ruler. But I'm sorry to tell you ever who he is. I don't care, amen, what title you have. You are not the head of the church. Jesus is the head of his church. Signs of time, my children, false religious teachers. That's what Jesus told us, amen, watch out for the last and evil days, amen. False religious te- teachers. Perhaps the greatest deception is now in the era of religious teaching. Satan is stealing mankind's soul. Let me say that again. Satan is stealing mankind's soul because we got amen preachers is telling half truth, but not all truth. And amen, because of this amen, it is, a, it is truly, praise the Lord, an epidemic in the land on religion because, amen, half truth is being told and people are being deceived because they look into their leaders is to tell them what is true. But I want to go a little bit further than that. Paul says study. That means pick up your Bible and read for yourself. Set it to show thyself approved. Being a workman, neither not ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. You study, and the Holy Ghost will, amen, open up your understanding and give you the understanding to the word as well as he builds your pastor or ever who is over you. So when you say amen, you know you're saying amen to the truth and not to a lie. Jesus warned of many who will declare the location of Christ. They say, amen, Christ is over here. But the Bible says, amen, when they say, amen, he's out there in the desert, he said, don't you go. Jesus is not designated, amen, in no certain place. Jesus is everywhere.
but who are in reality deceived. The sad fact, the sad fact, amen, is they shall succeed and shall deceive many. These these false religious teachers is going to deceive, succeed, and they're going to deceive many. I'm looking at, at that, amen, all over the world, amen. As we live today, I'm looking at these false crises deceiving many of God's people. That is a sad criteria, amen. They are blind. They are blind, and, and, and they don't know they are blind. They, they're being, amen, uh, they, they're being deceived and don't know they're being deceived. King of the eye, amen. Uh, Isaiah, amen, didn't know he was in a deception church, amen, until King Uzziah died. And when King Uzziah died, Isaiah said, my eyes have seen the Lord. But amen, long as Uzziah was in the way, amen, uh, Isaiah couldn't see the Lord. But when God moved Uzziah the way, he opened up Isaiah's eyes and let Isaiah see that, amen, he was not only Amen. Deceived by other, but he was in the midst of unclean people. He thought that they was right because they had the form of God, but they were denying the power thereof. And amen. When God had to clean him, he said, "Woe is me, for I am undone. I'm wretched, and I'm undone." There are many of you tonight. You are deceived, and you're wretched, and you need the Lord to clean you. But this is a sign of time. This is a sign of time, praise the Lord. Many is going to be deceived because the word of God has already spoken, told us, amen, that you are going to be deceived. According, amen, to the young analyst Concordian, to the Bible, deceiving is from a Greek word, plano which means uh, um, you're being led astray. Amen. You're being led astray. Somebody is leading God's people astray. And some of you know that you're being led astray, but you got so adjusted to it and got so attached to it and it feels so good that you don't want to leave. But you know you ain't in the right place. Some of you know, amen, from your upbringing, amen, that you were brought up right. But you know you don't stray away. You know it. But you don't got comfortable, and you don't got acceptable by the people that you are with. Now you don't want to leave. Deception in leadership is especially critically in religious practice. It's critical. Amen. In religious practice. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Now, how can you pull a, a bean out of my eye and tell me something wrong with me and I'm not seeing, and you got a big old moat in your eye? The blind is leading the blind. In order for one to help the other, amen, one got to get the moat out of their eyes, amen. 
in order to help, amen, the one that got the bean in his eye is to see clearly. But the blind is leading the blind, and they both is falling into the ditch. They both is going on to hell together. Amen. And they crooked ways, and they're leading people right on down to hell with them. Tell the Lord to take the eyes and, and anoint your eyes, hallelujah, that you might see. Don't be setting up in a church of darkness, amen, and, and not seeing the, the right road. And I pray for those, amen, those that, that are deceiving you. I pray God save them tonight. Oh, woe to them, amen, that is struck on the sheep. God's going to pay them. When Paul wrote uh, the uh, perilous time and named these conditions that would emanate from a world destiny for God's judgment and a found destruction, he pointed an accused finger at an ever-learning generation. Listen, I thought about that when I read that the handwriting of God is on the wall. Amen. Belshazzar, King Nebuchadnezzar, grandson, amen, was proud. And amen, called in, amen, his, his, his people, amen, and drank out of the vessels of God, amen, and they were unclean. And the handwriting on the wall came. And let, let, let Belshazzar know, amen, you done did wrong. Your days is numbered. Your kingdom is going to be divided. The hand writing is up on the wall right now. I don't know how many of you can look out and see what's around us, amen, and see that the hand writing of God is up on the wall and telling you, amen, we come into a climax. We come into an end. Hallelujah. The finger of an everlasting generation with all of their thirst for education, they are never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Amen. Listen, education, amen, is good. It is needful. But with all the thirst for education, People is still not able to come to the knowledge of truth. Oh, I want to say it's a bad thing to have, amen, education, but you need truth along with education. And yet so many know so little about the real God. They got education, but they don't know Jesus. Jesus say, how long, how long have I been with you, and yet you don't know me? You haven't seen my handwork? You haven't seen my miracles? You haven't seen me feed you and told you? They don't know Jesus. They got education, but they don't know Jesus. My beloved, my time is running out on me for this week, but the Lord delayed his coming. I will pick up on next week, amen, and talk to you about the time of time.
God bless you. Into the hand of my announcer. That was so beautiful coming from Dr. Moore tonight. Please, please, please take heed to the word of the Lord because that word is going to carry you for the next seven days. Please remember, pray for our greater all nations, prayer band, prayer warrior. They are fasting and they need your prayer. They need you to uplift them as they go down in prayer on Monday and Friday night. All this month, they're in there at 630 in the church house. They are working together as a united front and praying for those that would not know it, but they're praying for those sickless and beyond. So just radio let's pray for the Great Donation Prayer Band Prayer Warriors. That way we can have a blessed time. This upcoming seventh annual intercessory prayer conference, which convenes one day only, August the twenty eighth at three thirty. Our own Dr. Bishop Alfamore will be bringing down the word of God like nobody's done never before. We'll see you next week. Have a blessed 2018, and thank you for listening. Good night. We love you, and God bless everybody. Bye-bye. Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fitacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See Club for details.